0: full of amazing stories and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole story told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana County.
1: Welcome to Where We Landed. This is the month of February and we've got a unique opportunity to interview some different couples in our community. My name's Scott Miller, I'm one of the hosts, and uh, welcome to our show. Kylie Jackson is also here today. Hey, everybody. As is Iris Brunner.
2: (laughs) Heyo. All right, so we are going to start with trivia, and we have a local trivia champion here, so I'm really not holding that much hope for Iris and Scott. Um,
3: (laughs) Iris doesn't even have a mic. So
2: uh, we are joined by Craig and Sarah Persinger.
4: Hello. Uh,
2: Hi. And so um, Iris will introduce them in a moment. First, we're going to play some trivia. All right. Ready? Name three of the eight countries that have land within the Arctic Circle.
5: I'm out. Canada. Greenland.
1: United States. Greenland. Uh, Russia.
5: Mm
2: -hmm. Russia. Russia. Let's get them all. Greenland. Keep going.
1: Oh, I thought we got three. You did, Um,
2: but it was a collective effort.
1: Norway, Sweden. Greenland. Canada. Finland. Russia.
2: Finland. You're Norway. missing one.
4: Norway.
1: Norway. Iceland.
2: Iceland. Good job. Who's the champ?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, one
2: was, that was a group effort. Okay. All right. Now oh. we're getting serious here. What band was led by Bob Geldof in the 70s and 80s?
4: Oh, uh, boy. The... Um, yeah. Sticks. Boomtown rats. Yeah, <laughs> boomtown. <laughs> rats. I was
0: like, I gotta at least get a, a guess in. <laughs>
4: uh, who are the Boomtown Rats?
2: What was their hit song?
4: I didn't, did they have one in
2: 1979? <laughs> uh, I don't like Mondays. I, I told you, Scott. We had we had no. It did, it didn't matter.
0: <laughs> we had we had no no uh, chance. <laughs> All right, let's do a
2: couple more. And we'd have no chance if it was Beatles trivia too, because I think he knows everything about the Beatles. Um, which of the seven dwarfs in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs did not have a beard? Doc. Happy, dopey, Doc. dopey. Oh, dopey. Ah!
0: Wow, <laughs> I'm on the
3: board.
5: <laughs> you, you did a Disney question just for me, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. I had to look for oh, that one. one. Yeah, that's Craig's blind spot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. I got you, Craig. Okay. I got you. <laughs> Well, Uh, that was fun. Oh, do you have more? I'm going to just do
2: one more because we are we tied? Iris and Craig are tied here. (laughs) I think we need to really get a winner here. All right. Um, Who are Chloe, Jade, Sasha and Yasmeen? I gave uh, this is for you, Iris. Sarah should know that. Brats! (laughs) Brats!
1: Uh, we've got a
4: three-way tie
2: <laughs> now we have a three-way tie <laughs> okay one that more was good that uh, was good that's like, presidents
4: or no civil idea. war or presidents <laughs> or baseball
2: yeah. okay ready like, kardashians wait there's not a
4: trade
2: <laughs> crack i think this one's for you okay what now dissolved nation included bosnia croatia and serbia
4: uh yugoslavia
2: nicely done I thought Scott all was right. going to get it for a four-way tie go, go get one more for Scott Get one more for Scott Alright, let, let's find a sports one Okay <laughs> Here's a, a sports one What would you be playing with If you performed in Eiffel Tower Walked the dog and pulled off uh, yeah, around yeah. the world Sarah I yeah, was yeah. trying to Very give you nice. the answer I, I Alright, Scott sure, We can't play all day <laughs>
5: This is fun. <laughs> that was this good a Spin-off podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't would that be
0: a lot of fun to listen to i don't
2: maybe know maybe if you know all the I players just, i mean craig probably whenever we do trivia and he listens to our episodes, he's probably just yelling it is
0: <laughs> yeah or he's probably shaking his head like
2: <laughs> how do
0: you not know that <laughs> well as you guys have um guessed um and kylie uh, prefaced today in studio we have craig and sarah persinger
5: Hello. 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 Welcome. Welcome.
4: John and Yoko of where we landed. Oh, (laughs) we we insist on being interviewed together.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: I mean, you guys are definitely our first in this uh, February kind of uh, couples theme that we went with. Um, February is the month of love. So says Hallmark. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we are so happy to have Craig with us. Um, Craig is an attorney. Um, He has his own practice here in Marion. Sarah um, is the executive assistant at Grant Blackford Mental Health. So I'm very fortunate to get to work alongside with Sarah. Um, I'm sure they also have someone else in the studio, but I will let them introduce um, the other uh, family member that is here. So we are so happy that you guys are here. Welcome.
5: Thank you. Thank Thank you.
1: One of the things that we usually do is ask you guys, how'd you get to Grant County? So maybe think through that or share with us. And if both of you came at the same time, or if it's uh, been a dual effort. So how'd you guys get, we'll, we'll start with you, Sarah.
5: Okay. Well, I, I started here in Grant County. <clears throat> I was born here. Uh grew up in gas city, mostly went to Mississauga high school. Um, when I was young, I always thought I would live elsewhere. And I did uh, live elsewhere a couple of times in my life. I, I uh, lived in Cincinnati when I was in school, and lived in Southwest Georgia uh, after that for a while, and then I came back to Marion um, temporarily. At, at the time, I thought met a guy. I thought I'd never stay here, and I met, <laughs> my, met a guy, met my person. So I stayed landed here.
0: <laughs> stay
5: landed. I like that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Real, real quick before we move on. So, what part of Southwest Georgia?
5: I was in Americas, Georgia. I worked for Habitat for Humanity International.
1: Awesome. Okay. Very good.
5: Yeah. I loved, I love that part of the country. I love the South. And I remember when I was, um, when I was there, I thought, wow, it's so exotic here, the peaches and the pecans and everything. And totally didn't realize how rich and, and wonderful Indiana. I just had taken that for granted growing up. So now, you know, I'm like, what, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. This is the most, you know, rich bounty of, of the world.
1: What, what year did you come back? to Grant County. Um
5: 2000
1: 2000. Okay. Awesome. All right, Craig. How'd you get here?
4: Well, considering I my house is two blocks from where I was born and my office is like three blocks, I never really got away. <laughs> 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 I live and work within a half mile radius of where I was born, so I know I know this is where we landed, but to land, you got to Take off. So I never really took off, but other than to leave for college. So um I I just other than being away for college, have lived here my entire life.
1: And where did you go to school at?
4: Uh, I did two years at Paw in Greencastle. Gotcha. And ran out of money and <laughs> went then I finished up at IU Bloomington. Yeah. And I did law school at IU Indianapolis. Now and, called McKinney.
1: Yeah, the McKinney School of yeah. Law. And uh Marion High School?
4: Yes. Class of 82.
1: So we've got a mixed marriage going here. Yeah, we got
4: a we got a marrying Mississippin. My dad was principal while I was there, so I was the principal's kid. Oh, it was fun. Had to behave myself. I deferred my misbehavior until I got out of high school. (laughs) And then how'd you two meet? Mm. Ah. Well, did we meet in Broad Ripple? Is that yeah, that's we,
5: that's. I mean, that's when we were first acquainted. So you didn't meet here; you met I somewhere was, else. Uh, okay,
4: having lunch with a friend of mine. Sarah accuses my friend Lee of being more than a friend at the time, <laughs> but she, she and I were having lunch, and of course, I knew Stephen and Darnell, and so we're in Broad Ripple on College Avenue, eating outside in the summer, and down the street walks Stephen and Darnell, and this this uh, cute little. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl, they had with him. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I
5: yeah, I knew think I was. was about 18 at the time. <laughs> and um, yeah, and, and Craig and, and my parents knew each other, so they um, said hello. It looked to me like he was on a romantic date. And oh, it, I was instantly impressed with him. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I would admit to it if I had game, it was not a romantic. <laughs> but I thought, hmm, so put that in the filing cabinet. And I think there was a little chemistry moment when when Sarah walked by, and, Absolutely. <laughs> and then I guess we started dating after she came back and was working at Folkies and, uh,
5: well, yeah, yeah, several years later, uh, I think it was about seven years mm-hmm. later, I was uh, waiting tables at Folkies and he was eating lunch in there about four times a week. <laughs> <laughs> and she always waited i was on batting it. my eyes as hard as i could yeah.
4: she always made sure to wait on me so yeah so yes i met my wife in a bar which is where you're supposed to meet
2: <laughs> house, I guess. and while we're on the the subject of your early dating we can't let the story pat the keeneland story uh, go without passing oh, yeah. so i don't know which one of you oh, wants yeah. to tell it but it's one of my favorites
4: <clears throat> do you know that story <laughs> well i'll have a go at it <laughs> uh, we're dating
5: six months, maybe. If that.
4: Yeah. Were the Hodges with us <laughs> on that trip? It was just,
5: just you and I. Oh,
4: okay. We're at Keenan at, uh, at the racetrack down there. And uh, so we had fun at the races. I think that might have been the first time we went <clears throat> on an out-of-town trip together. And we're there we're all the afternoon I. at Keeneland, beautiful place in Lexington, Kentucky. And we're leaving uh, the races.
5: And we were leaving ahead of the crowd because so we were walking out by right. ourselves we so it races yeah.
4: early and all of a sudden there's this plane flying overhead and it's one of those advertising planes that's got a streamer i look up at it and then i turn white and i look at sarah i said i swear i swear i did not do that you grab
5: s- my arm oh my i was God. distracted and i'm like what what does it matter and he yes. goes look <laughs>
4: And you can, you can tell them what the streamer on the plane read.
5: It, so I look up, and it says, Sarah, spelled With an H. S-A-R-A-H. Will you marry me? I love you, Craig. <laughs> Stop <laughs> no. it. And it was a different
2: Sarah
0: it and was Craig. A different,
4: I hope they're doing well. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my gosh that's like such a wild card right like oh <laughs> what was your initial reaction Sarah
5: I was just kind of shocked. yeah, yeah I was like it, it, we were so newly dating that I was I thought surely um he wouldn't make such a cr- grand <laughs> cr- cr- gesture
4: and she was right
5: <laughs> so we were we were very amused
4: oh my gosh. I did when a, a a year or two later when I did propose um uh, more than a few years, <laughs> I, I actually had a fleeting thought of taking Sarah back down to Lexington and hiring the plane and say, "This time I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> this one's mine." <laughs> <laughs> so, but I didn't. Oh, but well, I didn't. Gosh, I proposed, but not by a advertising plane.
1: <laughs> so do you want to share that proposal? And then when is the official date of uh, matrimony? When when did that take place?
5: Well, we just celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary um, in October. So it's October 6th of 2012. Thank you.
1: Awesome. And you want to talk about the proposal or share that? Everybody's
4: always looking for for ideas. It's kind of
3: mushy.
0: We want mush. It's the month of love. We need all All the mush.
4: Well, Sarah tells this story well. Go ahead.
5: (laughs) Well, I think that we both kind of knew that we were getting to that point and
4: it was getting ready to happen
5: yeah um so christmas morning of 2011 um we we went to mass in gas city a holy family that's the church i grew up in and i remember saying to craig that morning i'm like if we ever get married i want to get married in this church it's so beautiful um so a few hours later we're back I, at-
4: i'd been dropping some hints.
5: Yeah. So we're back at home and um, exchanging gifts, and we've gotten through um, gifts for each other. And the last gift was this um, little box. And I open it up, and it is a Hot Wheels Pez dispenser.
3: <laughs>
5: okay. And I'm like, yeah, what is this? And he said, I got you tires for Christmas. <laughs> Thanks. I really need tires oh that practical (laughs) gift sometimes so in my head i'm thinking okay well maybe it'll be valentine's day
4: (laughs) okay and then i said listen up guys this i'll show you how to do it because i i got some game here (laughs) then i said well i have one more gift Uh, i want you to give me the gift of being my wife so um,
2: that would be the best christmas gift you could ever give me i wish i had a really a s- fun sound, sound effect. effect for that but yeah, i don't that's, think i do did you really get tires though did oh, you yeah. really get tires go.
0: okay, <laughs> okay I, tires, yeah. uh, I mean like i love a good practical gift right. but <laughs> Tired,
4: tires ain't cheap yeah, right. I know. <laughs> i
3: know
4: uh, come on now somebody give me tires for christmas
0: you got a few months, Sarah, uh, a few months.
1: <laughs> so thinking about your relationship and maybe other people's relationships, too, as you guys have, have interacted with friends and, and uh, relatives, has there been a time that you felt like maybe we were too cautious as a couple um, if, if for, for any area of your life, But whether it was job, career, personal side, that you'd say, man, if we were too cautious there, I wish we would have taken a bigger risk. Anything that you guys can think of?
5: <clears throat> I think Craig would admit that he did, he could have taken less time
3: <laughs> to make a decision. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> um, but it.
4: Yeah. Wait. You're looking at. It, you wouldn't see a lot of dramatic changes like we've never dramatically gone off and relocated or but you never know <laughs> there might be a few surprises
5: yeah i don't think i have um any regrets with in, with regard to not being more uh i don't know we're pretty adventurous I, I i feel like we've taken um advantage of opportunities to to do a lot of fun things we like to travel um we enjoy a lot of similar things uh, which is good because we spend a lot of time together. Um, so, yeah, I, don't, I can't think of anything that I...
4: We don't have Kylie Jackson-type frequent flyer oh, points. Oh, no. <laughs> but <laughs> we're getting but there you though.
2: go to some places that are... Well, Sarah goes to places that I envy. Craig takes Civil War trips by himself.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but Craig did get I'm his... I'm a Getty's nerd. He did get his passport renewed, so yes. we had... Uh, we we just stuck our toe in the water. We went to Montreal um, yes. in the winter. It was it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, so we're we're gonna maybe
4: getting ready to go to Costa Rica.
5: Yeah, we're going to Costa yeah. Rica. That's the next step. And you go to
2: New Orleans annually, right? As often Post as possible. To, yeah. Yeah. Tell us
5: about New Orleans.
2: I've never been. Never You're kidding? Been. Never. Wow. You've invited me many times,
5: and yeah, it just oh, hasn't worked to, out. We need to correct that yeah
4: yeah we enjoy taking rookies down to jazz fest we've taken yeah. several friends down yeah
5: our annual trip is is jazz fest last weekend in uh april the first weekend in may <clears throat> i think out of the 22 years that we've been together we've been to 20 jazz fests. so awesome. we missed COVID, and we missed the year after um 9 11 or the katrina yeah. oh.
4: the storm they don't mm-hmm. call it katrina They <laughs> call it the storm, <laughs> the storm. But after the storm <laughs> yeah, that's the only two we missed. I think. Yeah, but it's that's just
5: awesome. our place. It's our happy place. We enjoy the, the, the people, the culture, the music, the food, the architecture. Just just being in that city has a, its own energy. Energy, and we love it there.
1: I've got a two for for you. So Kylie mentioned that she's jealous of some of the places you guys that you've traveled there. So where are some <laughs> of those places that you'd say, man, this is awesome like i love going here outside of new orleans
5: <clears throat> i traveled a lot more internationally when i was younger um and and part of that was the experience i had with habitat for humanity I had some great opportunities and i would say new zealand was um the the you know the the coolest place i've ever been um the beautiful country the people are are so warm and the hospitality and um it's just, it's hard to even Describe, you know, the, the, uh, the experience that, that I had. It was, um, the first part of it was spent building. We were on a women build. So I was leading, uh, co leading a team of 15 women and we spent a week and a half building a home in Auckland and, uh, just got, had that experience of, of working alongside the people there and, and, and felt, Really welcomed, and and then we spent another four weeks traveling around the country, and it's just one of the most diverse countries. It has everything: it has mountains, it has sand dunes, it has the ocean, it has farmland. It just is really incredible, uh, an adventure. I did not go um, bungee jumping; that was the big thing at the time. <laughs> my my co-traveler did, but I I chickened out. She took the plunge off the bridge, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, my,
1: my follow-up question was going to be, and then what, so as two young kids who grew up in Grant County, what are the things that you love about Grant County that you wouldn't change uh, for the world?
4: I, th- I think uh, um, it's the people, obviously, and the community. Um, when you grow up in your hometown and stay in your hometown, you there's a familiarity you have with people and you know, you know, people's family backgrounds, you've seen them grow up. Um, and, you know, we're, we're make no bones, you know, we're in many ways a struggling community, um, you know, like many small towns in this area, making the transition from, you know, the, the factory boom. You know, I used to, I tell people I used to know a hundred people that worked for GM because uh, growing up, a lot of my friends Dads and some moms worked there, and now I, I maybe know what four or five <laughs> people that work there. But as we've been, you know, transitioning and, and you know we shrink we shrinking town. We've lost some population. Um, you know, Marion High School, when I was going there in the in the early '80s, was the fifth or sixth biggest school mm-hmm. in uh, in the state, and now. 4A and basketball and, and shrinking. Yeah. Uh, but with that comes a familiarity and, and, you know, I contrast like Marion with areas that are supposedly boom areas, Hamilton County or, you know, Southwest Allen County, the places that are growing. And yes, those have their attractions, but you know, there's, there's something about noble, about being grounded in your hometown and, and going through the struggles and the pleasures and the pains and uh seeing progress made sometimes it's fitful and, and not in a, a real linear way but uh and, and just staying where you're at and knowing the people you grew up with and, and all trying to to you know, go through life uh, sharing stories and sharing uh, family histories and sharing experiences and you know uh remember when we went to the semi-state you know and in 1980 or remember Which time yeah, yeah remember you know uh, iris's father-in-law Jimmy b is a good example someone who's who's full of stories and you know and when you when you're moving around you know you don't and move from place to place that has its excitement and you get a diverse set of experiences <laughs> but you also lose out on those shared experiences and the, and the length of knowing people and seeing them grow and develop and you know
0: Well, that's, I mean, that's a good point because I mean, as you shared earlier, you know, you're a Gettys nerd, so history is very important (laughs) to you. So like, I understand how that would be, you know, a driver to be like, all right, uh, not only am I, you know, investigating the history of this place, I'm also building my own history here as well.
4: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, um, we need to go back because you skipped over the question. We want to know where your favorite place to visit is. So. I I may know that you um have an affinity for visiting different cathedrals or you always find like a different place to visit like when you travel, right? Yeah. Like you you hit up those different ones and sort of always thing. make sure you hit mass somewhere, right?
4: Yeah, that's important to us and yeah. and uh, when we travel, we always either like to find the the big ornate cathedrals or the real smaller, you know, country parishes. So one or the other, but yeah, that architecture is I don't know much about it, but it's, I, I, appreciate it. And I like to see beautiful buildings and um, yeah, we don't tend to build very many beautiful buildings. Nowadays we yeah. build big boxes and, yeah. you know, schools that look like warehouses and churches that look like warehouses. And mm-hmm. <laughs> true. Uh, so when we go um, Montreal was just our recent trip to Montreal was just amazing. The, the architecture.
5: Yeah. As you say. yeah. It was amazing. The, Uh, Notre Dame Basilica there is incredible Our Lady of the World um, was incredible Um, the National Basilica in Washington D.C. was spectacular if you ever get out there that's worth seeing Um, St. Louis Cathedral in uh, New Orleans is one of our favorites on Jackson Square Um, one that always sticks in my mind is that when we went to Missouri um, or Arkansas excuse me Right. Um, What was the name of that church? Eureka Springs. Yeah, in Eureka Springs, it was just a small um, chapel, but it was up on a hilltop with this beautiful view. I think um, that's one thing that impresses me about people who built churches um, at different periods of time, or you know, long ago. um, They they put a lot of thought into where the church would be and what the view was and what the surroundings were like and. They picked the most special spot in the town to, to put the church there and, and, and put a lot of care into the architecture. and it's, it's There's so many to enjoy, and, we, yeah, we do like doing that.
2: Today's episode of Where We Landed is brought to you by the United Way of Grant County. The United Way's mission is to build stronger families. We believe that sharing inspirational stories helps strengthen the fabric of our community. To get involved, contact the United Way at 765-662-9811.
1: What would the two of you, since you've been here for a few years, what would the two of you, and Craig, you mentioned there are other communities that might be growing a little bit. What do you think we could do in Grant County to reverse that trend of population decline? Is there anything that you'd say, <coughs> and here's, here's what we could do and should do to, to, to change that?
4: Well, I'm not shy about shaming people who leave our community who need to stay here. <laughs> I, I, uh, I won't mention their names, but some friends of ours who are just in the process of relocating to Hamilton County to follow their kids, uh, uh, I am trying to think of creative ways to to uh, thwart them in their leaving Marion for Hamilton. I, so I talking to some lawyer friends and think, well, maybe if we put some uh, mechanics liens on their property. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I say dirty tricks is probably my favorite tactic. Dirty tricks. Dirty tricks is my proposal. But
0: I, I'm writing that down.
4: <laughs> but, but barring that, um, yeah, I, it, everybody makes, I've lived in Hamilton County for brief period of time when I was um, just out of law school and was still had some business down there. And it's great. Um, But um, we have to emphasize, you know, what we have. First of all, um, getting around town, getting from place to place is a big thing. If you don't like spending, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes or more each way on a commute, um, you know, I I can walk to work I, yeah. and often do. Yeah. Sarah, I was going to say Sarah that. Sarah I was going to say
0: if anybody works downtown or they're downtown, chances are you'll see Craig walking at some point. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see Craig's car in our parking lot and it,
5: it never means
4: I'm there. You never <laughs> know whether he's there. <laughs> I, yeah.
5: Yeah. That's definitely a big one for me is the accessibility and I have no desire to, to be in busy traffic um I and I we have so much going on and so much to offer and people there are a lot of people doing good things and trying things and um and we have access to very inexpensive entertainment um, right who's your shakes is a good example yes. that's just been
4: shout out to yeah
5: Hoosier. yeah and um the music and the park and those kind of things those opportunities and experiences that's one of the things I love about being in a small community. Yeah. And you can walk anywhere. Well, <laughs> Sarah,
0: I think you can bring a unique perspective to that too. Um, and for our listeners that don't know, we had her dad on the show prior, uh, <laughs> Steve Schrader. Um, and, you know, maybe growing up as a kid that, you know, that was kind of the industry that you watched your parents work in, right? They owned a tavern and, you know, a gathering place, a community place, that type of thing. So I'm curious what your perspective was like growing up. Um with with parents or or how you were connected and new people more because of that,
5: yeah, I think my parents did a really good job of giving me diverse experiences, but I was always aware of of um my dad was so good at working his business and and trying different things and crab racing is definitely one of the the <laughs> long standing mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> entertainment opportunities that that have um, attracted a lot of people to to Folkies. And uh, I kind of lost track where we were going with that. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Well, just growing uh,
0: up and and having that connectivity, like kind of already built in, right? uh,
4: Folkies is a big family, uh, wouldn't you say? I think I I I definitely had
5: that time in my life where I'm like tired of being, Steve's daughter or Chris's sister. I like I didn't have my own identity for a long time. And um I, I I think that I looked at that the wrong way. It's because I had such a good network of, of people. I remember when I when I moved back to Marion, I was waiting tables at Bokeys, but I was always also working two other jobs. I was substitute teaching at Mrs. Sinwell Schools and I was an assistant funeral director at Needham Story Wampner. So my dad liked to joke. He's like Yep, you pretty much see everyone in the community <laughs> <laughs> at some stage of life, right? <laughs> it was a fun time. I'm I'm glad that I had those experiences, and I I do feel like I've had the opportunity to get to know a lot of people in the community, and 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 I've seen people come and go, and it's sad sometimes that that people move on, but you know, it's you understand it too. So,
0: so what's keeping you guys here? Other than shame and dirty tricks, <laughs> what?
4: Inertia. Right. Like, know.
0: right. Like you guys, you can choose anywhere to live, but you still choose here. We've talked about accessibility. We've talked about community. Um, are your roots just too deep?
4: Yeah. We like our, um, like our home. Uh, we like our neighborhood. Um we I like we like most of our neighbors. No. <laughs> we love Kylie.
5: We love Breen Acres. Yes, yeah. we love
4: living in Breen Acres, named after the uh, patriarch of uh, of the area, Ed Breen. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so. definitely family and friends. I mean, it, 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 Marion is a great place to live. Honestly, it is for many of the reasons that we've already mentioned. Um, it's comfortable, and you can always
4: travel, and we we travel <laughs> frequently. But it's nice to get back home. Okay. cost of living practicality i mean that's another it's very practical reason but uh you know if you think in relocation well what could we sell our house for and then what would it cost us to buy a house somewhere else <laughs> okay there's a little discrepancy there <laughs> so, <laughs> so and, and that's i mean that's a very practical reason but it's uh, you know it's very meaningful
5: i could be talked to Talked into moving to a warmer climate. I think, <laughs> as
0: long as it doesn't have like poisonous or no, <laughs> deadly creatures, no alligators. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. Weather is overrated. My mom and her husband just moved back recently um, from Florida, and she said, "Well, well, you know." I said, "Mom, you never go outside anyway when you're in Florida, so you're, you're gonna stay inside." <laughs> <with> your- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, yeah. so Yeah, okay. You go. You might go out to breakfast, but generally you stay at home and you know when you're they have heat here (laughs) they have have furnaces they have air conditioning in the summer
1: uh. i've got a question for both of you so as as kids did you ever have any predictions about what the future might hold for each of you individually and what of those predictions have come true and what ones haven't come true for you
5: <sighs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of touched on that like i definitely thought that i wouldn't live in grand county <laughs> so that i i always um i think i had wanderlust from a, a young age and i think as an adult i've been able to quench that with travel mm-hmm. and and feel satisfied um being grounded here um As far as like professionally, I'm really happy with what I'm doing and where I am now. I love working at Grant Blackford. I love that, um, my job is meaningful and that I'm able to uh, do something that helps others. And that's really important to me, to my satisfaction and, and spending my time doing something that way. What did, I don't really know what the prediction was because I, you know, I was kind of like, um most a lot of people I don't know what I want to do when I when I grow up and I still kind of feel that way I feel very lucky that I've had a lot of uh a diverse uh, experiences in different jobs and different and different things that way but um I don't know I can't think of anything else specific um I kind of have just kind of um taken things as they come I guess yeah.
4: The whole whole president of the United States thing didn't work out too well
5: for me. But but
4: we're electing people in their 70s and 80s now. So So you got plenty of time. (laughs) I I still still got plenty of time.
2: (laughs) So it's that practicality of moving, right?
0: Yeah, well.
2: Um, so we've made it over a half an hour and you haven't even introduced the other member of your family that's oh, here with us girl. today. So
5: Yeah, we brought our curly little girl here with us today. She's our, our baby doll. Her name's Carmen. She's four and a half. She's a little party poodle. <laughs> She's so We're enjoying her presence. Yeah.
2: Yeah. She <laughs> can stay all day if she wants. Yeah. yeah she,
5: she loves getting to go out and, and go along. Whenever she can. So we like that too. She's pretty social.
2: Yeah. Lives at lives at Folky's during the summer months. Yeah. (laughs) Her
5: favorite food is French fries. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Same. (laughs) She's got, um, she's got friends. She loves, um, her boyfriend is Willie Nelson. He lives on our block. <laughs> she likes Chauncey, but he doesn't feel exactly the same.
2: Chauncey doesn't like many other, <laughs> many other dogs, <laughs> nothing personal.
1: Is, is Willie Nelson the same breed or is a uh, different breed? No,
4: Willie well, a mutt, is isn't
2: he? like some sort of water, oh, do- water dog or something. Know this. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Megan and Michael. Willie Mathias. belongs to Megan
2: and Michael Mathias. Yeah. So they did, frequent listeners. They'll they'll correct us. Yeah, they did
5: the DNA testing. I can't remember exactly what breed he is. <laughs> I remember that
2: he's some sort of water breed because he has like webbed feet, uh-huh. but he hates the water. That's all I remember.
5: <laughs> Carmen doesn't like the water either. She she could be a swimmer, but she had a traumatic experience the first time I had her um, down by the dam, uh-huh. and you know you can. There is some like a rocky area that you can kind of walk around and splash in and she was getting into that. She took one extra step and she just went down. And oh, was like, no. oh, no. So, so
2: now she steers clear.
5: That pretty, pretty much cemented her uh, opinion about being in the water. She's a land dog. Yeah. She, she's a, a sofa dog. Yeah, she's definitely a house dog. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Craig and Sarah, who are some mentors that you've had over time and how did you meet your mentors? Whether another couple or individual mentors that you guys may have had.
5: Oh, Yeah. So many, um, Just, uh, <laughs> um, you know, we have, we've, we've been fortunate to know a lot of, of good couples. My, if we're talking about couples who we feel like have been a good, uh, made a good impression on us, or we've learned from definitely, I think my parents, um, uh, I I feel like I'm going to, like, uh, go down the wrong path here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dick and Cindy Malman, um, they did our marriage prep with us, and that was a wonderful experience. They're a great couple, and um, uh, going through that time with them I think really helped kind of set the stage for moving on from just being a dating couple to a married couple and kind of – uh, yeah. I would definitely mention
4: them. Yeah. And um, we got out of the workbook. They didn't go by the workbook, which I appreciated because it was <laughs> awful. But <laughs> They wanted us to talk about our feelings and things like that. So uh. we just, <laughs> yeah, so just kind of went off curriculum and sat around and shot the breeze for that. <laughs> and it was very valuable. So. Uh, yeah, my family and my – I had the uh, – uh, Great, great, good fortune to speak about living in your hometown, um, to grow up around my grand, all four grandparents. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was at each of my grandparents' home, uh, on and on to Persinger, lived on 4th Street and Charlie and Ski Kilgore. Charlie was the postmaster for many years and I was at their house as much as I was at my house. Um. And I, I was in my thirties before I lost my first grandparent. They all were blessed to live to, uh, to to have a long lives, and and I was around them and grew up. And they all were, in different ways, huge influences on me. You know, um, you know, I had a strong, silent uh, grandpa. And the other grandpa was the fun grandpa who'd take us to the crazy eight races and,
3: <laughs> and
4: smoke cigars and, you know, <laughs> you know, would uh, tell us off color jokes when we probably weren't old enough to hear off color jokes, but, <laughs> but, and then my two grandmothers were contrasts, but, but each in their way. Uh, my grandma and is my, my biggest hero. She Absolutely. was with us. Uh, speaking of our wedding, she died at 97 three days after we got married and we left the church in uh gas city holy family and she was at colonial oaks at the time she had she was holding on make sure her grandson finally did it was going to go through with it (laughs) and so the whole wedding procession crowded into her room Uh, and uh she, she (laughs) she got to see sarah in her wedding dress and she was so happy and then we went our, on our honeymoon, and uh, three days later, my brother called me, mm. and I saw his name, his number on my cell phone. I said, I think I know what this, this is.
5: Mm.
4: And she passed away. So. Yeah.
5: one of Back to our engagement story, Anda <laughs> made uh, that kind of a fun day, too. So we Craig proposed, and then we on um, Christmas. Yeah. Christmas, and our first stop was to see Anda to tell her about it. Um, and then we went to my parents' house and then later that evening we went, um, to Craig's brother's. That's where we always go Christmas evening. And Jody met us right at the front My door. My sister. Yeah. He said, she said, you better spill it, because Onda's already leaking it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: Not, That's not funny. You better spill the beans. <laughs> yeah, Onda leaked it. Don't tell anybody, Grandma. <laughs> oh, I won't. <laughs>
2: well, um, Craig, we talked a little bit about Sarah's, um, you know, the being growing up around the tavern and having that network. Well, you know, anybody I talked to that went to Marion Community Schools in the 70s talks about your dad, mm-hmm. the, one of the first people they mentioned. So, what was that like growing up as Dick Persinger's son? Yeah, well,
4: he was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind I said, well, your dad gave me a break, man. We he, he did this and. We got in trouble and he called, he could have suspended me, but he called me in his office and said, we never did that for me. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was a good role model. I mean, um, now he was busy and he wasn't home much. Um, so was, there was a trade-off there, but he was always, you know, a very community oriented guy. But he also had a big impact in people's lives. My dad had a lot of charisma and, you know, he, probably have a difficult time being a high school principal today because times have changed. I mean, he was a, you know, ex coach and, you know, he wasn't above putting his hands on kids. If they were, I've saw him separate kids and fights a lot and putting them into lockers. Uh, couldn't do that today. No. <laughs> uh, but he was very, uh, he was a principal who was out in the hallways. You know, he wasn't in his office. I, I don't think he would be good in at all the meetings and, uh, all the the more bureaucratic approach that the uh, education has turned in he was very involved um, with teachers and students and uh, you know he was very present and I love hearing all the stories that people still tell me I get mistaken for my dad which can be a little creepy <laughs> <laughs> Somebody stopped me in the post office today and or a few days ago and said Mr. Persinger, you've aged well. So.
2: <laughs> How old would your dad be?
4: Yeah, my dad would be 84. <laughs> uh, so you look really good yeah, for 84. Yeah, I look good Craig. For 84, you I got that guess. going for uh, you. Yeah, so. so yeah, but but uh yeah, my dad uh was a big part of my life uh growing up, obviously, and almost too. Not to slight my mom. Hello, mom. Uh but, uh, yeah, uh, and I, I do like hearing the stories, and I do like hearing the impact he had on, on everybody's lives. It was a little bit of a different world back then. Uh, it was easier, I think, for teachers and students to, to uh, interact with each other on a, a more personal level. Education can be kind of impersonal these days.
1: I'm going to ask you guys to brag on each other a little bit because I think you both seem really humble. <laughs> and, uh, and, and probably don't want to talk about your own personal contributions, but I am curious, Craig or, or Sarah and both of you, actually, what contributions have you seen your spouse make to the community, to your family, to your, to the schools, to place of work, to your church, anything that stands out and you say, this is a significant contribution, Craig, that you could say about Sarah or Sarah that you could say about Craig?
4: Well, sure. Um, I think Sarah is a uh, is a, emits positive energy twenty four seven, and uh, um, the, the the grouchy and surly portion of our family is probably divided about ninety eight percent me, two percent two percent Sarah. So in that way, we balance her out because I. <laughs> I, I burn all the grouchy energy in in our family, which is probably a good thing. So, uh, and, and Sarah brings that that positive energy and, and can do spirit to our family, to her community activities. Um, you know, it's a, everybody likes Sarah <laughs> for good reason. Truth, yeah. truth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I hope everybody likes me, but I would acknowledge <laughs> that there's probably a few out there that that may not. But. <laughs> but uh, and that's um, from our family perspective. Just knowing that, you know, um, she's sharing our lives together, and that that's a great. delight. I take a lot of joy in seeing how her uh, positivity and, and energy and love. She's a great. She's a great friend. Uh, obviously, she's a great wife, but she's also she has a very important friendships and which some people don't have that skill, but I I love seeing how, uh, and I know how Sarah's friends feel about her because they tell me and I can see it. And she's, she's a a very good friend too. And that's, that's to her uh, everlasting credit.
0: Well, I'll corroborate all of that too. So I will definitely say, as you know, we use the term term boomerang, which was leave and then come back. (laughs) And when I came back, Sarah was like one of the first people that I met through the Grant County Young Professional Network and I just remember I was like man she is so nice. It was <laughs> like there was there was no reason that you had to like come over and just like welcome me but oh. you welcomed me and I that's my that's my first impression of you and the one that is like a core memory. So oh, and okay. you still do that today. I don't know if you realize that you do that but you're just so welcoming to everyone. Thank you. That's
5: really sweet. <laughs> All right, your turn. What about Craig? Oh. Uh, so Make it good, baby. <laughs> I, I really like on. this line of questioning, Scott. Lay this is on. a good one. This is really good. Fun, yeah. Yeah. Lay it on thick. Yeah. <laughs> now, Craig is so encouraging and generous and in kind of quiet ways. Um, he's very thoughtful and, and intentional about decisions that he makes, um, whether it's uh, organizations that he wants to support or spend give his time to or um, with you know, with friends and family and, um, he's, I'm always like touched by gestures that he makes or things that he suggests. And he has a really, um, kind spirit. Um, yeah it, the grouchiness. it's really just like an occasional moment of that
2: sometimes um, I think he's just putting on because he knows that that's the role' he's supposed to play. sometimes I don't even think it's it's yeah, genuine grouchy. Yeah.
5: <laughs> and I, I can remember some specific times um where we have grouchiness. Uh, no, no, no um, <laughs> yeah. um, um, just like some occasions where we've had maybe a friend going through something really difficult, and Craig is really good with words and saying the right thing. and um, giving, giving somebody that, um, hopefulness, um, you know, in in a difficult time when he knows what to say and it's exactly what they need to hear. And that's such a gift that, that he gives. And, um, I remember when we got married and, um, one of the things that he likes to say is, you know, it gets better every day. And I, and I try to like, um, I try to live that, like make sure that like we're always getting better and, and loving each other better. And, um, and he has, he does like support and love in a very selfless way. And, um, it, there, you know, he lives to help make other people better. And especially in a, a spousal mm-hmm. situation that he, he's very selfless. Spousal well, situation. Not that I have to validate either of your, either of your claims, but um, uh, just
0: one thing that I would definitely say about Craig um, as a fellow Rotarian. um, I just remember when I hear you talking about saying thoughtful things and encouraging things and kind gestures. um, I would definitely say there's some passion in there. Mm -hmm. There's definitely passion in there. And I would definitely um, put that there was a time uh, honor flight. He brought that before our group with Rotary. That's what it's called. right? Right. Okay. I was like, is that right? Did I call it right? But like, for you to bring that to us. Like that was like such a noble and like worthy thing that like not a, one of us were like, yes, let's absolutely give our money to this. Like, this is a great opportunity, but like, mm-hmm. I-, I mean, just the way it was presented, the way it was shared, I'm, I'm think I will always remember about honor flight too, just oh, because of that. So yeah, everybody go Google it. Cause it's really cool.
5: <laughs> it is really cool. Yeah. Really cool.
1: Over the, thank you guys for being vulnerable. Cause I think that's hard to, to do that. Um, so over the next five years, what are the ways that you guys want to contribute to the community, either as a couple or individually? What are the things that you're thinking about? Here is kind of our next phase of life.
4: You uh, go first. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I really think that Mary needs to, and we all individually need to work at supporting our cultural institutions and just just the, our social building blocks, you know, the community activities, uh, and not to sound negative, but one of the things that Marion's really struggling with is when I compare now to when I was growing up, you know, uh, our churches are struggling. Um, our, you know, sports leagues are, you know, we used to have, our youth sports are struggling. We don't get kids out. You know, we uh, kids today tend to exist online and and not interact with each other. Um, you know, just look at the participation. You know, I belong to the Aero Club. We we're struggling trying to keep, you know, um, our membership up. The country clubs, you know, we had Machine Commission Elks. They're struggling to keep membership open um you know I know all the churches are, our schools are uh, struggling with some of their activities and things and getting people involved so we all need to get more involved and we all need to get more involved in ways that help us get out with each other and actually be involved in the as a community in each other's lives and and those tend to happen around whether it's a sports or cultural or theater or music um, church you know we need to work on trying to rebuild and strengthen those you know so in in each of our lives you know my my uh, our our church is important to us the activities you know i'm involved with hoosier shakes I, i love that and i i think that's a real gem for uh for our area uh but you know trying to keep that going and uh and growing in the right way uh not that i'm one of the leaders in that uh but i that, that's just an example of an organization that's a, a real uh, strength for our community and needs to be supported and, and grow. You know, uh, we play in a golf league. You know, little things like that. Those are the things, those used to be a lot more common than they used to be. Uh, little things like that that get people out and, and involved in each other's lives. That's what I like to try to devote some energy to
5: i kind of along those same lines i i think I want to do a better job at showing up and showing support for things especially um you know we're all busy everyone's busy but doing more to acknowledge when somebody is working hard to do something special that is valuable to the community and and spreading the word and 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 and, and you know raising my hand and and say you know that those kind of things i I want to continue to do a better job at, at, uh, participating and, and advocating and, and just supporting people that have good things going on. And, um, cause I think that we fall down sometimes at that. And we see people who put a lot of like sweat and energy and love into something. Um, and it doesn't turn out the way that they, that they hope it should, but they really have something good and I think we should encourage them personally and publicly, um, to, to kind of help harbor those and and get things to grow. Um, yeah, that's, I think I'm going to focus on that. I love those answers. Um,
2: when, when you've got someone, maybe it's people who moved and are coming back or people visiting from out of town, where are the places that you have to take them in Grant
5: County? Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Folkies. 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 Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was setting this up for that one, but <laughs> I think the biggest gem in our community is Matter Park. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, it's just gorgeous. Uh, I'm, I feel like we have such a blessing there with what the, all the investment that they've put into the gardens and, um, and, and just the whole thing is beautiful, the walkway. And so that's definitely first stop on the tour. Um, when somebody comes to well, second stop after Folkies. Yeah. <laughs> Any others? Any other places you guys like to eat
2: or stop at? Folkies is a like, Yeah. <laughs>
4: no, I, I... Well, we like to eat. You know? We like <laughs> to probably. eat, <laughs> too, Probably too much, but we're working on that, too.
5: <laughs> oh, I like Yamato. Or yeah. I, I think it's um, an excellent option in our community. Jay's Thai. Um uh, La Chirita is a really good one. My favorite place probably to eat in Grant County is Payne's. Um, it's always worth the trip over there. Um, Bad Dad is also good. Like if you have somebody visiting, it's a good spot to to show off, I think. I always tout
0: that Sarah always knows where like the little best places are <laughs> for food. Um, and I'm gonna look like uh, a something here, just sharing the story. But she had ordered food for one of our meetings, and they were wings. <laughs> and I was losing my mind over these wings because I'd never had them before and they were so good and they were from Wayland's, right? I I knew they were from
2: Wayland's when you started the story.
0: I kept kept going, where are these
2: from? I've never had these. Sarah's looking at me
0: like, you're crazy. They're so good. You don't know about Wayland's wings. so good.
5: So yes, Sarah always has great suggestions. We're not
4: compensated for this endorsement.
5: (laughs) Don's Top is another um, great spot. I don't know Mm -hmm. if anybody, uh, if you haven't been out there recently, yeah. They've just uh, invested so much in a, a beautiful outdoor patio, and they've uh, remodeled the the dining room, and they've got a new menu, and they're doing really good out there too. Okay. Wait, wait, oh go ahead.
0: Okay. Um, So I want to make sure uh, that we at least touch on this a little bit. So probably my early experiences in meeting Craig have always been um, around sports, uh, sporting events. I think the first time I met you, I was a Youngin, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we um i that was when page and i first started dating and we went up to a fort wayne wizards game (laughs) so and i always share that uh page has learned all of his taunting skills from (laughs) the one and only craig persinger but i I also need to make sure our listeners understand that when i say taunting it's not taunting from like a negative place it's taunting from a very educated place (laughs) Um, we we
4: do awful research
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing like getting that text message from craig before uh a 10 caps game before we go up for Rotary that says, Okay, Paige, which one's our guy? <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so we, we've had a lot of like really great like experiences, definitely Sorry. with you both as a couple too, because we're part of the 500 crew that goes down. Um, the Guyon gang, yeah, the Guyon gang. Um, and I want our listeners to know that Craig also, um, grills the best brats Ah. um, on the tiniest grill.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I refuse to get anything
2: bigger. (laughs) It's just principle at this point. (laughs) Okay. Ever since we, since I heard that you guys were coming on, I've been looking forward to the question um, of what are you uh, reading, watching and listening to? Because this is one of my favorite conversations (laughs) to have with both of you individually and as a couple. Okay. I always leave with a list. So don't disappoint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, while oh you're gosh. thinking, I will say Paige and I just started watching White Lotus, but that was only because Craig's been posting about it. So don't, I, no spoilers. We're still in season can, one. No, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no spoilers. That's
4: a lukewarm endorsement. It has. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> I was like, Craig's posting about it, Paige. We got to watch it.
4: <laughs> well, I'm uh, almost through Bleak House, which is which is a commitment. In fact, uh not to spill the beans. Uh, uh, I asked Judge Kenworthy during the going away party for her, whether she's a, cause every I've heard every lawyer is supposed to read Charles Dickens bleak house and I've never done it. I've had a copy of it for like 20 years and I finally started it. I'm about done with it. I asked Dana if she uh, had read it and I she said, well, bits and pieces. I said, no, you don't get to read bits and pieces of bleak house. You gotta, you gotta do all 900 pages. So I don't know. I hope my, I told her I was going to gift my 20-year-old copy of Bleak House to her. I think that probably is under the threshold of gifts that uh, that are allowable for practitioners to give judges. So uh, I'm going to drop it off at her new office in the courthouse when I finally finish it. So uh, what else? Civil War stuff. I'm always watching Civil War. I did read my book of the year was uh, The Last King of America last year, which is uh, a rehabilitation of King George III. Uh, it kind of puts the Declaration of Independence in a in a new light. So he really wasn't all that bad, folks. <laughs> really wasn't the tyrant that. Uh, no matter what Hamilton <laughs> yeah. said, no matter what Jefferson, <laughs> he really wasn't that big of a tyrant. So that was interesting. Uh, James Lee Burke is a writer I discovered. He's I'm going to try to get Sarah started on him because he's very oh. New Orleans. And
5: he's, and I, I read I, him. I read him in college once, oh, but okay. it's been a long time ago.
4: Yeah. Um. So that's that's what I've been reading and watching lately.
5: Yeah, and with with TV, we consume so much television, <laughs> and we have the we shows and the my shows and his shows. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think that the thing I saw watched this week that's really stuck with me, and I've had to recommend um, is the menu on HBO. It's a movie. It's a satire. If you like foodie shows and um, like Chef's Table is one of our favorites on Netflix. That's really good. Uh, and this picks pokes fun at Chef's Table, and it's also a horror film too. So, oh. yeah, <laughs> that's a twist it's I some, wasn't expecting. Yeah, something for everyone. <laughs> um, we have been listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, I like my true crime podcasts. I like my favorite murderer is probably my favorite, and addressing, Crime Junkies,
4: uh, Addressing Gettysburg. I got I always listen.
5: That's my <laughs> one my podcast one that Craig turned me on to one of the things I should have said this earlier too Um, one of the things that I thank Craig regularly about is how much he's enriched my love of music I mean I was always a music lover but he has en- enhanced that and turned me on to um, music that I probably wouldn't have discovered otherwise or, or deepened my appreciation for it so rhinestones what is it Cocaine and Rhinestones is a really good podcast for classic country. It's not about cocaine. Okay. No. <laughs> um, I've been listening to a lot of jazz lately, a lot of New Orleans stuff. Kind of, kind of craving a trip down there and been missing it. And I discovered an album that's not new. Uh, it's called United We Swing. It is Wynton Marsalis and the Septet and Something like that, and it's a collaboration with a lot of other different artists. I think Natalie Merchant's on there, Willie Nelson, uh, Lyle Lovett. So that's one you might want to check out. Yeah, it's very absolutely. good. Sounds good. Ray Charles is on there.
4: Yeah, Kylie, when you go with us to Jazz Fest <laughs> this year, maybe yeah,
5: sign me up.
1: When is Jazz Fest?
5: It's the last weekend in April and the first weekend in May. So it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We don't do the whole thing. We usually, we we you try to one, do two days. Yeah.
1: yeah,
4: pick one weekend or the other.
1: Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, you had also mentioned that it's not too late to be president. Uh, yeah, right. And so, but if you were president for Grant County, what what would you? <laughs> this is a stretch, Scott. Yeah, even it, for you, it, it would be. But what would you guys, either of you, do? like in your first hundred days of office, what would you say? Hey, this is something, a change that needs to be made in Grant County. Oh, well, and I, n- I know a
4: lot of people who could use some pardons.
5: But- <laughs> That's <laughs> on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's tough. I, it's tough to know what, what the magic wand is that, that could really help. I, I, I don't think it works that way. I think it's, just the keeping at it and the continued plugging away at things.
0: Well, it's what you said earlier, Sarah, you just got to show up, right? Yeah. Show up each day.
5: So before we
4: wrap, I was, I rehearsed my answer to the three famous people you want to eat dinner with. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, uh,
2: Okay. All right. All right. Hey, Craig, if you could have dinner with any three (laughs) famous people, who would it be?
4: That's an amazing question. (laughs) Okay, Thanks. Uh, Thank you. That was a nice dodge too. I want to rehearse. Uh, (laughs) Flannery (laughs) O'Connor. Uh, GK Chesterton, uh, John Paul too. How about that?
0: I'm writing them down, but I have no idea who any of them are. Do not know Flannery
5: you?
4: O'Connor? Uh.
5: Is this living or dead or dead? Yeah. Either. Yeah.
4: Yes. Either. Either. Yeah. Well, are you cool going to, okay. All right. <laughs> <You're not> your, <laughs> no, I you you rehearsed, were educate me. Me. Yeah. <laughs> you rehearsed your
2: answer, but you're not going to give us a
4: P. Flannery <laughs> O'Connor is a short story. Speaking of Georgia, uh, Lived, she died, I think, in sixty four. She writes these Catholic Gothic people wind up getting murdered in uh, in strange ways, but they're short stories, and they're full of these strange Southern Gothic people. In this, she calls it the Christ Haunted South. You know, where all this mix of Catholicism and, and baptism and misbehavior and Uh, it's very gothic, but start
5: with a good man is hard to find. That's probably the most famous. It's very good. What's your, why, why would you want to have dinner with
2: her?
4: I like people who are (laughs) obsessed with the big questions. I like people who think deeply about religion and are serious about it. Wherever their conclusions lead them. I find that the most interesting people I think are people who devote their energies and inquiries to the, Big questions, and she was definitely fits that that uh, that label. Plus, she was I, in her interview. She didn't do a lot of interviews because she died young. She had lupus, and I think she was thirty nine when she died. We've been to her home in Savannah. I haven't been to her Millageville home, but she was she was sassy, uh. Uh, very wise, and she didn't take anything. She um, she she had a lot of sass and a lot of uh, energy, and she. Her mind went in very interesting directions. So.
0: Oh. Right. so do you have an answer, Sarah?
5: You can um, say no. No, I, uh, I can come up with something. Uh Django Reinhardt. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> to talk to he'd have to play.
5: Just... Well, he could play while we're okay. having dinner, right? right. <laughs> sure. Before or after. So um, you didn't say it necessarily wanna
0: to talk to him, right? Just gonna have dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> Nobody ridiculed your answer. No no
4: kidding. Kidding. That's true. No, no kidding. Kidding. we kind of all did. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Um, yeah, you did. Susan Sedesky. Uh huh. Definitely. I like her. I like her a lot. I think she'd be a lot of fun. I think yeah. we'd have a lot to talk about. More than, I guess, Django and I.
4: More than Flannery O'Connor.
5: And then probably my Hollywood <laughs> crush. I mean you'd be Fun to have dinner with Benicio del Toro, oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to leave
0: it at Hollywood Crush. I was like, Nope, nope. <laughs> we got to hear the rest
5: of it. Well,
0: um, I we we said something in the green room, I'm going to bring it up. Um, something about a title that Craig got maybe in 2002 sports
5: trivia champ. No, oh, King. Oh, oh, not a- champ
0: <laughs> King. Okay, President King. that's more the impressive. The contest
5: was sponsored by Burger King. <laughs> That's why I remember. Oh my God, this story's getting even better. Okay, come on. We need yeah. the whole thing. So it was an annual uh, sports trivia competition, um, WBAT. In 2002? Yeah. I don't think okay. It's
0: annual. Okay.
4: Okay. I haven't oh. been asked to defend my title.
5: Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> they yeah. quit holding yeah. it after. I think that uh, after was the last year. 20 years. <laughs> so it was, I, I think WBAT was involved, and it was sponsored by Burger King, and it was hosted at the North Park Mall. Kind of that corner down there uh, by, in front of Meese Elder Bierman mm-hmm. Carson's, that, that corner. Where Radio Shack used to be? Yes, right yeah. in front of Radio Shack. <laughs> exactly. And uh, it's a... A series of several rounds. I don't remember how many um, how many people participated, but it was I don't know a couple hours long. And as long as you you went round by round, and it basically it came down to two finalists, Craig and his opponent, and Craig was victorious.
4: <laughs> so if I don't make the president thing, I always got that working for me. Yeah, which, which
5: is nice. Working. Do you remember yeah. what the <laughs> winning question
0: was? Do you remember no. that? No. Okay. <laughs>
5: Wow. Good stuff. And That's I think that. Craig was, um, how old would you have been at the time?
4: Whatever I am, minus 20. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he was in his 40s and his oh, opponent. I'm,
4: I'm not 60. Not yet.
5: <laughs> oh, wait. In his 30s. Okay. Uh, math He's is hard. i should 84. I do math. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway.
4: I said I graduated in 82. Do the math. <laughs>
5: I think the the rest of the the people in the competition were a I don't know 14 to 17 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to diminish your crown. <laughs> It was a lot of fun.
4: <laughs> I was supposed to take it easy on them. What? <laughs>
1: Craig and Sarah, we wanted to thank you guys for coming in today. And, 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 Carmen. For being, and, and Carmen. And Carmen. And, and for being She's our napping. first, uh, our couple um, in the month of February. So thank you guys for doing that. And thank you for what you've done for our community already and what you continue to do and and uh, for being a part of things. Um we did want to say if if uh, you have friends or family that would like to listen to this podcast, please make sure that you listen to us and like us uh, where you listen to your podcasts. But thanks again, Craig and Sarah, and great to have you guys and have a great month of February. Thank you, you guys.
3: Thank have a you. great day.
5: Thanks.
4: Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.